Hello and welcome into the Monkey Sports Podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to remind you that we are brought to you by Monkey Sports. If you use the promo code PODCAST10 at checkout, that's the word podcast in the number 10, you will save 10% off all non-map items on any of the Monkey Sports websites. Save on that stick you've been eyeing, upgrade the protective gear, or just grab a sweatshirt for the winter season. Once again, that's promo code PODCAST10 at checkout to save 10% off all non-map items. Now, let's jump right into the show. Hello and welcome in. Uh, today we're here with uh, what episode number 24 of the Monkey Sports Podcast. Uh, today I'm here with Paul. Hello. And it's me, Clayton. And we're just here to quickly go over some of the NHL trade deadline news that uh, we all were watching yesterday, I assume. So, Paul, how are you feeling on the trade deadline overall? I don't, I don't want to say underwhelming because there were there were some big moves, but I feel like it wasn't as pricey as it ha- as it has been in years past. Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. Uh, I, I I might even go with underwhelming. I mean, you know, with everything, there was a couple big moves, but other than that, I mean, we didn't see a whole lot of big names. I guess that I I feel like usually we see more of. And honestly, all the big na- the big name the big name ones they weren't even at the quote unquote deadline the not they were all monday night the night before yeah i would say uh sunday night when you know we saw a hall trade come through and a couple of those other ones sunday that was that was bigger news than most of what happened all day monday yeah uh but uh yeah i agree uh kind of underwhelming i know the salary cap issues are a big thing for most teams and just with the covid season in general i i, I didn't expect much out of it but yeah it, it was definitely underwhelming yeah, this, the the co- the covid enforced salary cap made it made it even weird because you had so many 3 14 deals with team with teams retaining you know you got guys retaining salary you know, all of a sudden you know one of the, one of the big ones was uh, columbus trading Nick trading Nick Foligno to the, to the Leafs. Yeah. But ha- but sending ha- having him go to San Jose first so San Jose could take part of the salary. So San Jose Sharks legend Nick Foligno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some uh run around with some of the trades. So I I take half the salary you guys take 25% and the team that actually gets him only takes 25% only takes 20, 25% of his cap hit yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean the Foligno that was a expensive expensive move i do i do feel like but one that will probably end up working out quite nicely i think on and honestly that was arguably the biggest in terms in terms of price that you went down especially when you look at the other big names who actually went and what they went for it was first and two fours yeah sounds in the way that it ended up working to get felino and stefan nason who's let's be honest He's not getting off the tax. He's not getting off the taxi squad yeah, with the Leafs likely. once ev- once everybody's healthy. Unfortunately, yeah. But the Leafs just continuing to add those pieces that you know again can't expect them not to have a, a strong postseason run. But it is the Leafs, so we'll, <laughs> yeah. We'll... It, as the as the resident Leafs fan, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Flato's gonna step on the ice and, bre- and break his foot the first <laughs> his first shift or something. Well, let's hope he doesn't get the uh, NHL 22 cover, and then we'll, he should be fine. Oh, then they we're all in trouble. <laughs> Uh, so as far as winners go, uh, you know, you said you like the Leafs picking up Felino. What else? Who else do you think won this uh, this trade deadline? Uh, Boston picking up ta- picking up Taylor Hall for sure, obviously. Um, and for for honestly, kind of peanuts, get, they got Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar for Anders Bjork in a second. Yeah, 
That I mean, I know Hall has been woeful this season, but how much of that is it? It's Buffalo, right? I mean, you know, previous MVP, like he, you gotta expect he'll at least add something. You know, yeah, he didn't have a great time in Buffalo, but is anybody having yeah. a good time in Buffalo right now or this season? I you can't help but feel for Jack Eichel at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I guess if you want to go opposite of the spectrum and talk losers for a second, let's talk about Buffalo who. <laughs> Picked up Hall and then did absolutely nothing with him and lost everything pretty much the what next year. Five goal, five goals combined. Yeah, with him, him and Jeff, him and Jeff Skinner. Yeah, I mean Buffalo right now is just and Jack Eichel just kind of being stuck there. That just uh, you feel you got to feel bad for the guy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, not the greatest situation up in upstate New York right now. Yeah, not really. Um, other winners I had, uh, I really like Detroit. I think they they made out pretty well. Yeah, they they got a, they got a lot playing. That, they they were that they were that cap broker team yeah. in a lot in a lot of those trades. So you know, take on twenty five percent of a guy's salary and stockpiling draft picks. Yeah, as I was say, the draft picks they picked up is going to be invaluable for them. I feel like so they're they're looking to definitely build. You know, maybe not right now, but they've they've got some picks coming up that's going to really help them flush uh, it out. It, the only concern I have with the with with that, and it's not even it's not even huge. It's it's just that this draft twenty the twenty twenty one draft is not an especially deep or talented one yeah it's the it's 22 that it's 22 that's going to be that's going to be the good one i mean part of watching trade watching trade center yesterday you know they're going through their their draft rings and maybe owen power the defenseman from university of michigan is is your top guy but you don't have that lafreniere type guy this Mm. year no big 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 name yeah. that just stands yeah. out. 2020, 2022, you've twenty twenty two is Shane Wright for yeah. Kingston Frontenacs, and that's the done sold. He's going. It, it would take a miracle for him not to go number one. Right, right. And that you know that truly, truly elite talent. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, draft picks, especially first, second round draft picks, are I feel like for a team that you know is just looking to build is always going to be a good thing. So hopefully they'll be able to build off that what they've picked up here. Tampa Bay Lightning, while not making a whole lot of moves, I feel like they did uh, did have a nice addition. Plus they're going to have Stamkos coming back fully healthy, hopefully. Yeah, I mean they're setting themselves up to get into the playoffs and yeah, da- yeah, David, I, David Savard, Savard. yeah, S- Savard is uh, the pickup, the pickup there that I really like, and the uh, arguably the name, the name of the trade deadline, uh, Magnus Krona. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the goalie that they traded to uh, San Jose for Frederick Clausen. Yeah, I think we were talking about that uh, tweet that was running around yesterday about the uh, picking up an anime character. Yeah, no, it's not even an anime character. That's a straight. That's a full on anime series. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not the biggest anime watcher, but uh, as far as other uh, winners losers, uh, Washington they gave up a lot. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that yeah that that one at the buzzer. Uh, well, yeah, it was actually yeah, I think it dropped to like three thirty. Yeah, a little bit afterwards. But. Anthony Anthony Mantha for. Jacob Vrana, Richard Richard Ponick, a first and, and a second. second. Yeah, that's a hefty price for. I'm. It's not that Mantha's not a good player because he is. Oh, and he, he absolutely has the potential to be. But that's a sort of haul. Like that's the sort of haul I was thinking you that that Taylor Hall was going to get. Right. And Hall is on a completely different level from Mantha. Yeah, I mean Mantha. Like I say, he's going to add something, but 
they gave up a lot to have that that addition and you know that's an addition you make i feel like when you're planning on making that run to the cup so i i mean i guess they're they're trying to add for that but uh, giving up a first a second i just you're giving away a lot for the future the, i'll say and i'll say this the one thing that kind of surprised me was how little all the teams in the west did outside yeah. of, outside of San Jose acting as the as the broker for a for a couple teams. I mean, right. the Colorado. The, the big trade anybody in the West made was Vegas trading for Matias Yenmark. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, you know, saw I guess a decent pickup. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, though to be if we're being honest, it's I I saw it described West is described as Godzilla versus Kong at the moment, and <laughs> yeah. and then everybody else because you got Vegas and Colorado who are just running away with it. Pretty much, I mean that's the two teams that you're gonna look at. Colorado added a uh, uh, goalie. Dubnik. I'm blanking. Dubnik. Yep. Yeah, took du- took Dubnik, but he's. I mean, they, you brought him in to be to be the back to be the backup or maybe the third, depending on depending yeah. on how healthy they are. So not a lot of moves, even in uh, you know besides Detroit, really in the central. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other big moves that we saw. Yeah, I mean there were Columbus, Colum- Columbus, Columbus, and Tampa were the two. Right, were the two that really did that really did uh, did anything in the central. But yeah, it was it was all in the east. It was all in the east and the north, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. It's I mean the big names I saw the big teams moving around was either east, upper, up in Canada. Uh, kind of quiet, other than than those two divisions. I mean, as far as big moves go. Yeah. And I think not only did the salary cap play a part of it, play a part in it, but for teams in the north, because there is there is that man, there's a mandatory quarantine for anybody going into Canada. Yeah. So the Leafs Leafs getting Leafs getting Felino and they got uh, Ben Hutton too from Anna from Anaheim. They're flying to Toronto and they're going to sit in a hotel for seven days. I was about to say, yeah, they, they can't, can't even, even join. They can't even join the team. Can't even get on the ice with the team. So that. That that's a hit they have to take, but I mean, I guess they're already they know they're going to make that playoff spot, so I guess they're just gearing up to. to yeah, that, that yeah, run. it's the we'll we'll get the last couple of guy we'll get the last couple of guys in, and I think we talked about the central not get not getting a lot of movement. I think at least for at least one team, and that would be the uh, the stars, you know, here locally. Yeah, they're counting they're counting on getting three guys back to basically be their trade deadline addition yeah. deadline additions they're trying to get alex radulov back tyler sagan's supposedly about two weeks away according to the g according to the gm yeah, and ben bishop's ben bishop's about a week week and a half away so i think they're counting on that basically to be their tr- their trade deadline acquisitions yeah i mean radulov and sagan i mean sagan not having played any of this season you know could be a a huge boost if he comes in and, and healthy and has a has a great start to his you know season towards the end. Hopefully they can get those points in there. I think there are three out right now, three three places out. But and even I think uh, people expected uh, Jamie Alexiak to be moved from the Stars, and I think they were kind of people were hoping and not. I mean he's he's been one of their better defensive players this season. Yeah, that, and- you know. Six seven two hundred fifty pounds. I got a I got a soft spot. It's there are very few players in the league who are actually from Toronto proper every you know everybody's from all, all from one of the from one of the suburbs I'm a Toronto proper guy so I have a soft I have a soft spot for for the for the big rig and I think a lot of that too I teams are kind of hesitant to take on a lot of you know pending UFAs right because of Seattle yeah, because you're gonna come in. They're gonna come in with the expansion with the expansion draft and I was reading I was reading yesterday there's a 
week there's about a week gap between the expansion draft and unrestricted free agency Oof. starting so because I remember because I was reading it specifically with regards with regards to Alexiak you know the question whether you know if Dallas keeps him because he's not going to be one of the guys they protect obviously yeah, obviously you know he's a great fourth defenseman, but the three guys who they're going to protect above him, Haskinen, Lindell, and Klingberg, are all are all top are all are top tier guys. But it's S- S- Seattle then runs the risk of draft of taking taking a guy like that in the draft, and then he goes to free agency and just resigns wherever, and you yeah. don't get anything. Yeah, that that would be that would be tough a tough pill to swallow, especially when you're bringing someone like that in. But yeah, uh, speaking of, I know you just touched on it real quick. Uh, with the Stars goaltending situation, I mean, you have him coming back, but Ottinger and I mean Dobby playing pretty well together. Do you even do you even put Ben Bishop in that picture? I mean, he's a former Vezina finalist, so I think you I think you have to. Yeah, agreed. And, and as good as he's been, Ottinger's still what twenty two. Yeah, first, his second full year, second full year pro hockey, first year in the NHL. It's th- this was straight up a learning experience right. here, and goalies tend goalies hit their prime later than later than players. You right. you almost never see you know the eight the eighteen nineteen twenty year old goalie come in and dominate like you do Crosby McDavid Ovechkin yeah. etc. So you know the you know you get to twenty five twenty six twenty seven that's when you really that's when they really start become becoming the you know that elite level goaltender yeah agreed i mean if they end up getting to that playoff spot and and you know they have been bishop ready to go and he's playing you know they they put him in he's playing well i i agree you put in that veteran who has that experience if you're going to look to go into the playoffs yeah goaltending has been really weird this year too just because because with the rule that you have to have three on three on the roster at all times so like I know the the one other than we mentioned Dubnik, the other big goaltend the other big goaltending trade was David Riddick going yeah. from Calgary to Toronto, and the the best way I saw it put was there was one day at the beginning at over the summer where Toronto lost two or three of their backup goalies on waivers in a in a single day, and Kyle Dubas, the GM, basically said, "Yeah, that's never happening again because you've got Frederick they've got Frederick Anderson, who's granted he's hurt right now." But he's he's still there, and he's still they're probably their number one. Yeah, but they're not hurting. Yeah, Jack Jack Campbell, who oh just set an NHL record for wins to start a season. Exactly. They've got Michael Hutchinson, who was a big part of Colorado's run last year after they claimed him from Toronto. Uh, they traded for I can't even pronounce the guy's name. He goes by they they call him Double V the from Columbus. Yeah, I saw they traded that. for him earlier in the season. They've got two, they've got their top two of their top prospects are goalies and Joseph Woloney and Scott. It's like it share the wealth, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, was it necessary for them to pick up that 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 pick up the goalie? But honestly, what that tells me is that Frederick Anderson is hurt worse than anybody's letting on. Yeah, because I feel a lot more. As, speaking as our as the resident Leafs fan, I'm a lot more comfortable with a. Jack Campbell, David Riddick t- tandem than I am Campbell and Michael Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see if Freddie Anderson stays out longer. Uh, I, I think uh, they they have, like you said, I mean, how can they be mad at what they're what they're getting out of Campbell right now? So, <laughs> soupy, yeah, it's, I, it, and 
by all accounts one of the one of the nicest guys the nicest guys in the league best team yeah. best teammate ever and who kind of got a bit of a raw deal after he was drafted by Dallas yeah I I I feel like he he was overdrafted he was, I think he was 11th overall in 2012 but he base he was a okay OH Ontario OHL goalie he was fully drafted in that spot because he was lights out at two world ju- at two world juniors in a yeah, row. Right, it's he. You've, you've seen it happen before, and in uh, you know guys guys run that get that one tournament run, get way overdrafted. Yeah, get way overslotted and just burn out. Yeah, you see him get real hot. You know it happens, and then yeah, you get drafted, and you know if you're not you're expected to keep up that caliber right away, and sometimes it's just not possible. Yeah, you get you get. The two two weeks of the best of the best play of your life, and then that's what everybody remembers and expects. Yeah. So, any other uh, trade deadline stuff you want to talk about, or trades that you were you were happy with, or thought were really bad? I mean, the the one that we haven't really touched, the other big one that we haven't really touched on was uh, the one big one leaving the really big one leaving the West was Jeff Carter going right. to Pittsburgh from yeah. from L.A. for two conditional picks which i also which i also find it's a, just another example like i said it was prices were way were way depressed yeah I, I think the the money issue was probably the biggest problem with the whole trade deadline yeah there were yeah a lot of draft a lot of draft picks a lot of draft pick shuffling but i i do i do like that one uh i just i you know he's he's Carter, he's he's a good offensive guy, but he's he's really an you know one of those intangibles guys. I like it. I just don't think it's enough for Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's gonna kind of get lost in the shuffle. I think of the rest of the great teams up there. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I I don't see them beating out either Boston or Wa- either Boston or Washington to come out to come out of that division. Even, even no matter what they did, really. Yeah, agreed. Um. I mean, Boston, I think, is looking. They added the pieces they wanted to add, I think, to to make that run. Washington as well. But in, for me, the whole the winner, the overall winner is the Leafs. And I think that they have the best chance of making it this year. So, yeah, I, I, I think it pieces pieces moved around. I, st- I still think I still like the final four in the division winners of Toronto Boston, Tampa, and Vegas. We- Colorado, Vi- yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it, it's 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 a coin flip. West yeah. is a coin flip, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those two because I don't see anybody else out there. Any of the California teams, Arizona, St. Louis is St. Louis under underachieving. Minnesota yeah. is too. It's outside of outside of the guy who's probably gonna be rookie of the year, despite the fact that he's like 26, 27 years right. old. However old however old Kaprizov actually is, but it's it's one of those two coming out coming out of the wet coming out of the west is that final four team yeah agreed It'd be interesting to see how this all shakes out and how you know the season wraps up uh you know got a not too much longer here we've you know passed that midway point and we're got about a, got about a month left before the playoffs start barreling down to the playoffs so we'll probably have a few more discussions as we get in towards the playoffs uh on these podcasts here but well thanks for joining me today paul and uh thank hope you, you have a good me. one and hope everyone uh enjoyed watching all the trade deadline news and uh hope your team makes makes the playoffs thanks guys see ya
Thank you once again for listening to the Monkey Sports Podcast. If you could please rate and review us wherever you listen. We love seeing the comments and hearing your feedback. For more feedback, feel free to reach out to any of us on social media channels at Hockey, Lacrosse, Baseball, or Goalie Monkey. Before we go, don't forget to use that promo code PODCAST10 at checkout and save 10%. Let them know you're listening to us, and we'll catch you on the next one.